Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Maria Victoria Mateos from the University Hospital of Salamanca, Spain. Hello to everyone. My name is Maria Victoria Mateos. I work as a hematologist and a director of the myeloma unit at the University Hospital of Salamanca in Spain. And it's my great pleasure to do a brief summary about a couple of presentations given at the European Myeloma Network meeting a couple of weeks ago, in which bi-specific monoclonal antibodies, talquetamab and teclistamab, were combined with the monoclonal antibody anti-CD38, daratumumab, in relapse and non-refractory myeloma. And just as a background, daratumumab is an anti-CD38 monoclonal antibody with a direct anti-tumor effect, as well as an immunomodulatory effect. And data monotherapy leads to T-cell expansion and enhanced T-cell cytotoxicity potential. And this has been basically the rationale for combining in two different clinical trials talquetamab by specific monoclonal antibody targeting BCMA or talquetamab GPRC5D by specific monoclonal antibody in combination with daratumumab. The combination of talquetamab plus daratumumab and teclistamab plus daratumumab have the potential to yield synergistic clinical efficacy. And indeed, the preclinical studies have shown how this combination can potentially have a synergistic effect in terms of lysis of the myeloma cells. Both clinical studies were phase 1B2 clinical trials conducted in relapse and refractory myeloma patients, and the inclusion criteria were quite similar on relapse and refractory myeloma after at least three prior lines of therapy or double refractory to protease inhibitor and imid were included. In both clinical studies, treatment with anti-CD38 monoclonal antibodies was allowed, but it was required to have a data-free interval of at least 90 days. And the key objective of both clinical studies were first to define the optimal dose, the recommended phase two dose for daratumumab in combination with either talquetamab or teclistamab. And definitely subsequent endpoints were to evaluate the safety profile as well as the efficacy and pharmacodynamic and pharmacokinetic. In both clinical studies, the design included different dose, different dosing cohorts, and different doses were evaluated for the bi-specific monoclonal antibody, either teclistamab or talquetamab, whilst the dose of daratumumab was used according to the approved subcutaneous schedule. Important to note that for both clinical studies, Pre-medication were limited to the step-up doses and first full dose of talquetamab or teclistamab, and no steroid requirement was for talquetamab or teclistamab after the first full dose. In both clinical studies, heavily pretreated myeloma patients were included, and basically in both studies, the median number of prior lines of therapy was five or six and approximately 
50% of the patients in both the clinical studies were what we can call triple-class refractory. Indeed, in both studies, some patients previously exposed to anti-BCMA-targeted therapy were included in both studies. From the safety point of view, I would say that the combination of device-specific monoclonal antibody, teclistamab or talketamab plus daratumumab resulted in cytokine release syndrome observed in approximately 50-60% of the patients, but in majority of them was only grade 1 and 2. Neurotoxicity was much less frequent and it occurred in no more than 1-2% of the patients. Cytopenias were also a, a common hematological adverse event reported in both combinations, but cytopenias were mostly confined to step-up doses and cycle 1 and 2 and resolved in the majority of the patients in the first cycles. Also, I would like to note that talquetamab targeting GPRC5P presented a special safety profile because GPRC5D is also expressed in the hair follicles as well as in the nails, and this resulted in skin exfoliation or a rash or some abnormalities in the nails, and even also this geusia, and this was reported in approximately 50-60% of the patients, but majority of these adverse events were grade 1 and 2, and basically managed with supportive care. From the efficacy point of view, overall, daratumumab in combination with either teclistamab or talketamab resulted in overall response rate over 70 or 80% across the different dose cohorts. And the follow-up is rather shorter right now, so median progression-free survival has not been reached for uh, these combinations, but I can say that the responses deepened over time. It was possible to see responses and how the responses were durable over time, even in patients not only exposed to anti-CD38 monoclonal antibodies, but also in patients refractory to the anti-CD38 monoclonal antibodies. And in both combinations, when uh, the median follow-up was of approximately five months, over 80% of the patients who responded remain uh, progression-free and remain on treatment. From the pharmacodynamic point of view, I would like just to remark an important finding. And in both studies, the proportion of CD38-positive CDHT cells declined after initial data dosing on cycle 1, day 1, and this is consistent with the previous data. But the administration of the bispecific monoclonal antibody, either talketamab or teclistamab, allowed to immediately increase CD38-positivity cells despite the concurrent data treatment. And definitely the pharmacokinetic profile of talketamab or teclistamab in presence of data was consistent with the profile of observed in the phase one clinical studies in which teclistamab or talketamab were evaluated as single agents. And my conclusions will be that 
it is possible to combine the anti-CD30H monoclonal antibody daratumumab with bispecific monoclonal antibodies, either talketamab or telkitamab, teclistamab, with known overlapping toxicity. What is important, indeed, the preliminary efficacy data suggests a promising overall response rate in these heavily pretreated myeloma patients. Responses were observed even in patients exposed or refractory to anti-CD30H monoclonal antibodies, and definitely these data support the use of talketamab or teclistamab in combination with daratumumab as novel immunotherapy-based approaches for the treatment of patients with multiple myeloma. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you for listening to the Multiple Myeloma Hub podcast. We would also like to thank our supporters, Pfizer, Sanofi, AbbVie, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Genentech, GSK, Roche, Amgen and Oncopeptides. Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.